Welcome to Listener's Advisory, the San Diego Public Library podcast. The Dublin Awards are upon us. In today's episode, we learn about this international literary award that's got librarians the world over talking. So stick around. This should be fun. Hi everyone, my name is Trevor Jones and I'm the branch manager at the College Rolando Branch Library with the San Diego Public Library. Today on Listener's Advisory, I sat down with Una Smith, the award administrator with the Dublin Literary Awards. What are the Dublin Literary Awards, you might ask? Let me back up. I'm going to risk saying most Americans know about the Newbery and the Caldecott Awards, the medals given to distinguished contributions to Americans' children's literature. Similarly, I'm assuming a lot of Americans are familiar with the Pulitzer Prize, an award given to various writers across 22 categories in journalism and the arts. Hugely significant is the National Book Award, and from across the pond in the UK, the Booker does get some attention here in the US. These awards, while maybe not household names certainly, hold a certain cachet in American literary and library circles. In other words, people who like books pay attention to them. But have you heard of the International Dublin Literary Award? It's okay if you haven't. I think in the next few years, you're going to be hearing a whole lot more, actually. Una Smith, the award administrator in Dublin, Ireland, was gracious enough to take some time and answer a few of my questions that I hope will give you a picture of why the Dublin Awards are truly something unique. Hello. uh, Joining me is Una Smith, the award administrator for the Dublin Literary Award. Thank you for joining me today on Listener's Advisory, Una. Uh, I feel like there's so much to talk about with the Dublin Award. Is there an origin story uh, why specifically the city of Dublin wanted to establish this type of award? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you, Trevor, for having me. Um, Yeah, so this is the 27th year of the award. And as most people probably know, Dublin has this rich literary history. So it seemed to be the perfect place to have um, an award. Um, It started off in basically 1994 and the Lord Mayor of Dublin set up a feasibility study um, because this is actually what they wanted to to achieve. They wanted to start a a literary award in Dublin. So basically established from there and then from 1995, that's really when the first year kicked off. And a company called Impact, they're a private organization, and they sponsored the award. But the award itself, it is based in Dublin, and it's managed by Dublin City Libraries, and the patron is the Lord Mayor of Dublin. Now, in 2015, Dublin City Council, who's the local authority of the city, they took over sponsorship of the award. So it's now fully sponsored by Dublin City Council. And again, managed by Dublin City Library. So it's, yeah, the roots are very much in Dublin. It, it's very much Dublin's award, like the city of Dublin. Absolutely. It's award um, presented and given by Dublin City Council. That's the local authority of Dublin City itself. Oh, that's great. How has the process of nominating and selecting titles changed over the years, if at all, Uh, We can certainly say the award has grown in stature and attention, but just, I guess, a uh, multi-part question. You know, what was it like in the 1990s when it was starting out? Uh, Have there been difficulties or challenges uh, growing the reputation of the award over the years? Yeah, no, 
to be honest with you, um, it, it has always, you know, had no problems getting actually nominations from libraries around the world. In, initially, and certainly up until the last couple of years, um, libraries nominated three books rather than one. It's now currently one. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I'm nominating three. So that's a big change now, really since covid And the reason being is that we now want to focus on, you know, a lot of the nominations come in from the States, from Australia, New Zealand, like that, sorry, libraries from these countries. And we really want to start, you know, encouraging African libraries, Asian libraries to get involved in the process. And I think the reason why they didn't get involved before, there could be language barriers. There's also possibly maybe just not understanding what the award is about so we're, yeah we're kind of changing how we do it we're reducing the nominations and we're trying to cover more libraries so that it's evenly spread across the, the world so yeah it has changed and possibly because of covid as well covid i'd say had a part to play in some of those changes too yeah absolutely i think that's something that's really unique about the dublin awards um I want to touch on one of its aspects, but uh, you mentioned how international in scope it is um, and considering books in other languages beyond English. Uh, Can can you tell us a little bit more about that, like some of the winners over the years for for non-English winners or what the judges consider their, um, I don't know what I want to say, um, how how things get weighted, the works of translators, uh, how they get recognized, um, how does all this get parsed out? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. And it's one of the lovely things about the award. Obviously, novels in translations, in translation, it's very much encouraged. And the award, you know, when you win the award, if if the book is written in English, 100,000 euro is actually awarded to the author. But if the book is actually translated, it's divided. It's divided between the author and the translator. The author will receive 75,000. And the translator will receive 25,000. So very much the translator is a big part of it and is acknowledged. And I mean, they are writers too. So and then in terms of the actual novels in translation, it it tends to be about a third, a third of the books in the long list tend to be novels in translation, which I think is really a, a great representation. No, that's great. I mean, as a librarian, I can say we do different things to to put books and other novels in front of people. And I definitely encourage our book club here at my library to always consider translated works to read things. Works in English, obviously, hugely important. And we we love to see that grow and um, the changes there, but the works of translators being so important. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah and then you also mentioned the prize, which I a uh, perfect segue for me that folks may not know, or maybe they do know the Dublin award has one of the richest prizes among literary awards. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. I mean, it's a huge prize and I suppose from Dublin city council's perspective, they feel that it is, it supports and encourages writers to continue writing. So, you know, writing is, it can be a tough slog. It really can. And by giving them this award or if they win the award and they're presented with this amount of money, it really is a symbol of support really. So yeah, it's very, very generous. And the author has to be living and has to accept the award in person, right? That's a couple of other um, 
Yeah, I, 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 ideally, absolutely. Um, and then obviously the, the publishing year then as well, that's another factor. But yeah, certainly that the author has to be living and it is kind of contemporary fiction anyway. Um, yeah, ideally we would like them to be there and for the most part they would always come to Dublin. Um, it's all very secret and hush-hush, but they're brought into Dublin and there's always a, a lovely winner announcement um, when they're... Um, officially announced as winner and there's um you know there's always a lovely speech that's always given by them you know so you know as I said it's it's a huge support for writers and, and, and coming from a city that has this wonderful rich history yeah it makes perfect sense and and continuing that tradition there in Dublin absolutely um, well, now pivoting to, uh, it's very much a writer's award, which I think is great. I mean, that's tremendous. But unlike other awards that, you know, it might be critics or scholars or, or journalists, say, kind of um, choosing or, or narrowing the titles, this, this award is powered by librarians, you know, and I think that's something so unique, uh, another very unique feature of the Dublin's. What do uh, the administrators of the Dublin Award look for in participating libraries and, and some of their submissions? Yeah, for, well, for the most part, we look for the library to be a, a public library. Um, now, in some cases, we might have a university library that are open to the public, but ideally it's a public library. And it's um, libraries that are, you know, uh, in major cities or capital cities, because I suppose you have to kind of limit it because you obviously want a, a great representation around the world. So that's that's why we kind of restrict it to major or capital cities. So that's really kind of the only restriction as such. So, you know, once you're a public library and you're in a major city, you know, you're very, very welcome to be part of this really lovely collaborative process. That is amazing. And I can definitely say on behalf of San Diego Public Library, we are so honored to be a participating library with the award. So are new libraries able to apply to get on board or do they have to wait till others drop out or... No, not at all. I mean, it, it very much depends. Every year is different and sometimes libraries will drop out and then new libraries come in. So it's every year is kind of very, very different. If a library did drop out, we would try and get back in touch because chances are the contact person has possibly moved on or has retired and, you know, that they, they haven't maybe passed it over to somebody else because there is there is a bit involved in it. That there's no doubt about it. You've got to pick the right novel. You've got to fill out the form. But it's picking the novel is actually probably the most difficult part. So, but yeah, no, we're very, very open to new um, countries joining us. And it's very much, you know, we don't put pressure on libraries to submit a nomination every year. But there's definitely a group of libraries that are very loyal and love to submit the nomination. Oh, that's great. And it sounds like it's just a very inclusive, open project um, that mm. uh, they, the world needs a little more of right now. Um, Absolutely. I mean, it's non-commercial. It's library centered. And I mean, everybody trusts and values their library. And that's what makes this ward really, really unique and really, really special. And librarians from all around the world are always very enthusiastic um, about making their submission. They really are. And it was quite interesting because um, a couple of, actually, no, it was last year, 
we kind of felt that we wanted to kind of give librarians or library staff, the nominating library staff, a kind of a voice. So we asked them to do a book review. And I know you kindly submitted your book review, which was great. And again, this year, we've received actually quite a number of them. And some of the productions, that the quality is just unbelievable, actually. So they're very um, enthusiastic, very keen to be part of this process. And it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, as someone involved in the process, I chair the committee here with San Diego Public Library uh, choosing our nomination to put forward to the Dublin Award. I can definitely say, uh, like you said, it is a lot of work. Um, it is. It does. It's a lot of fun work. We have a lot of enthusiasm for literature with some of the staff involved, but we are looking forward to uh, finding a title for later this year. And when could folks expect the Dublin Award announcement of the single title uh, later this year? About when? Oh, the winner. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be announced on the 19th of May. 19th of May. The 19th of May, Thursday. And we have partnered with a festival. It's a very... Um, esteemed festival it's called international um literature festival dublin and they've been running pretty much the same time as we've been running um over 25 years so we partnered with them and um, during covid so we make the announcement at the beginning of their festival which is really really exciting so um, we're looking forward to that and hopefully either on the day or maybe the day after we'll have an interview of the author and that's always a really really nice event um last year colin tobin the irish author would have interviewed Valeria Luizelli, who who won with her novel Lost Children Archive. And, you know, I, I would urge your readers to um, listen to the interview. It's, it's, it was a fascinating book and a fascinating and equally fascinating discussion. Uh, yes, Luizelli's book w- was great and uh, just, mm. I think, like the, the best possible pick, I think, um, for, for last mm. year's fiction. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, Una Smith uh, with the Dublin Literary Award. Thank you so much for joining us on Listener's Advisory. And, you know, thanks to the Dublin Award, too, for contributing to literary culture worldwide. And San Diego Public Library is so uh, happy to be a part of it and spreading literary culture here in Southern California as well. So thank you. Well, thank you so much. It was a real honor. And um, again, I would also want Thank you for taking the time out to submit your nomination. We always, I mean, we love receiving them. And yeah, we're just so happy with the participation of libraries. They are, they're brilliant. They really are. That's going to do it for today's episode. I'd like to thank our guest, Una Smith. As per usual, thanks to Pete Meisner and Luke Henshaw for contributing original music and a hefty shout out to the Access Services staff at the Central Library that have made me feel at home for the past six weeks. For more information about the Dublin Awards, please see our show notes or visit us at www.sandiego.gov forward slash SDPL podcast. This podcast is supported by the Library Foundation San Diego. For more information about the good work they're doing, please visit www.LibraryFoundationSD.org. If you like what we're doing here at Listener's Advisory, please consider sharing our podcast on your social media, leave us a rating or review via your favorite podcast directory, or tell someone you know about us. Thanks in advance.